0: You are Locked On Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: So I say D, I say D-O, D-O-D, D-O-D-G, D-O-D-G-E-R-S. Hello, Dodger fans. Welcome to Locked On Dodgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network the number one local sports daily podcast oh, yeah. network. Locked on, your team every day. This is the daily podcast covering the world champion Los Angeles Dodgers, bringing you the smart fans perspective on our boys in blue. I am Jeff Snyder of Baseball Essential. I am solo right now, although not for long. Most of this episode is going to be my conversation with Javi Reyes of Locked On Padres uh, every Wednesday for the next uh, month or so we will be doing crossover episodes with the other National League West Locked On hosts. And so we're starting off with the Padres. Um, I don't remember the exact order. Uh, I know the Giants go last and we have one week off in there. And so in the next five weeks, you'll get four crossover episodes on Wednesdays. And today, Javi and I, we recorded on Monday afternoon And it ended up being about a half hour long, so uh, there's not really much to report anyway in Dodger land. Uh, The Dodgers had their first non-win of spring training. They tied the Giants on Tuesday night, uh, but I think still haven't allowed an earned run. I haven't looked at the box score, but I think the run the Giants scored was unearned. So I think the Dodgers still haven't allowed an earned run in spring training, so that's good uh i mean by good it means it doesn't matter but it's fun to mention so i'm just going to jump right into my conversation with javi and that will uh that'll be it for today so the next thing you're going to hear is me talking to javi reyes from Lockdown padres all right javi you ready to talk trash for a little while
0: <laughs> yes sir i'm ready i'm absolutely ready it's one of the great uh not annual but like bi-monthly traditions i think for us is yeah, every now and then you just got to the- fifth it or sixth
1: time that we've we've done a, some sort of crossover either for locked on or for other shows and uh you know I, I feel like i always end up enjoying them more than you do and uh which which kind of <laughs> is a good parallel to the baseball season for that matter
0: uh-huh. so, uh, uh, I, I guess that's kind of fair i mean dodgers fans in general i feel like the past few years have often enjoyed baseball <laughs> in a lot of ways more than everybody else they're like yeah yeah regular season's coming up cool like, it's yeah. it's become a point where your team literally, they're kind of like the, the LeBron Cavs. They're like, it's like an NBA team almost, where it's just like, all right, yeah, we'll probably finish first, then it's all good. But this year, I guess that's the big thing, is for once, it feels like we actually have a real competition in the West at the top spot.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The, you know the, the three, four, five spots are pretty weak. Uh, Mm -hmm. so, so there should be plenty of enjoyment for both of our teams, but for the first time in a while, I think even in 2018, when the Rockies finished the regular season Mm -hmm. tied with the Dodgers, it was, they weren't nearly as good a team as the Dodgers. This is the first Mm -hmm. time I think in, in several years that you can really say, oh, there's another team in the division that has a chance to be as good as the Dodgers. And, you know, unfortunately that's your team. And so I, (laughs) I don't like the idea of you being happy, but you know. Let's talk about that a little bit. <laughs> Tell me about it's, what the Padres did this
0: offseason. Oh, man. Did they do a lot? <laughs> a lot. I mean, they did. What's funny is they didn't just do like, oh, they traded inside some guys. No, it's like they re-signed their star player, one of the stars of baseball, Fernando Tatis Jr., a shooter, 14-year deal. Then they go out, and I'm actually writing about this right now as we speak for a for website, just have the craziest, craziest 24 hours in franchise history probably with the trade for Blake Snell, uh you darvish and then signing Hassan Kim in the middle of all that. So they did all that. And then they also brought some some things back. They brought back Jason Profar in a nice little seven million dollar deal, uh, but for t- uh three years, I mean. Um, and then they trade for guys like Joe Musgrove, who I think is, you know, some people think does that signal that Lamette is hurt? I don't know. I also don't trust the Padres system and they're Kind of uh, the way they trickle that out. I don't trust them. They said Mike Clevenger only needed a scope and he had little bone chips, and then two days later they said he, <laughs> he needed Tommy John surgery. So, Bobby, that's... is there
1: any evidence that the Padres have <laughs> ever been dishonest about injury information?
0: I mean, the sample might be small, you know, <laughs> like it might just be a small sample. But it's—I uh, guess that that would be the, one of the big concerns. But still, even all of that, then they they uh, they just bring in Mark Lentz and Keon Keela. They basically decide, all right. Rosenthal's probably better, but we'd rather have these two guys to fill in for Rosenthal. We're going to go for the two instead of one option, I guess, basically. Um, a rare a rare instance of A.J. Preller not swinging for the fences, apparently. <laughs> he was like, I'll do everything else, but uh, Trevor Rosenthal, you could, you could go. We're, we're, we're going to play money ball, small ball with this uh, thing. And I think that's it. I sometimes forget everything that they've done, unless I'm missing a move. Musgrove, no, yeah, I think that's about it. And then the other thing is going to be just seeing in spring training that'll help deal with it like who gets those final spots Brian O'Grady, Luis Campizano, Jorge Onya, um, Jorge Mateo. And we'll see, maybe I don't know exactly what's going to happen with the situation, but if Mackenzie Gore, top pitching prospect in baseball, makes his debut in the majors this year is also going to be a storyline for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, a, I'm excited to see Gore, uh, not as excited to see him pitch against the Dodgers, but mm-hmm. I'm excited to see him pitch against other teams uh he's I, i've seen him pitch several As times in the minor leagues uh you know i'm a lake elsinore native and so anytime i go home and visit my parents i go hit a storm game and so i've seen a lot of these padres minor leaguers coming up through the system and uh yeah he's exciting Camposano's exciting uh, assuming he's not in jail
0: um yeah that was a that was the only bad thing that happened for the padres i think he's okay uh, it happened in a state where it might have been a little bit more troublesome, but I haven't got, I don't think there's been any reports that there's some serious, like really bad legal issues with that. But hopefully, like you said, hopefully he's not in jail by the time the season yeah. starts. That'd be great. We, we
1: can cross our fingers. And yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was exciting this off season to see the Padres really going for it. And, and, you know, I, I still think, and, you know, we'll, I think if I had a gun to your head, you'd agree with me that. Uh, the Padres need a lot more things to go right in order for them to win the division than the Dodgers mm-hmm. do. The Dodgers mm-hmm. have a lot more uh, redundancy in place. And basically the Dodgers, they were the the best team in baseball last year on a, mm-hmm. a pace to win 116 games over the course of if it had been a full season, you know, so like historically good. And mm-hmm. then uh, I feel like they played the Padres in the postseason. Can't remember how that went, but uh, eventually the Dodgers were holding the <laughs> trophy at the end of the season. And then they went out and they re-signed Justin Turner, their their one big need. Uh and oh yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and and sign the best starting pitcher on the market too. Uh mm-hmm. just, just to just to mix things up a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think with the the Trevor Bauer fella you're alluding to, obviously lots the Trevor Bauer discussion has gotten so it's it's hard to even talk about the guy anymore. And I do think that to a degree, I don't think. The amount of money, I think people are missing the point that I don't think the money per year matters. Who cares? They're the Dodgers. They have the money. Their thing is, if he is just a good pitcher, we'll take it. And it means we don't have to play against him. If this guy has a 310 ERA, but gets like 250 Ks, who cares? They don't need him to be Kershaw in his prime. They just need him to be a quality starter. And that's what made me nervous. That is probably the only, aside from Campy's out. So I said, okay, so was it wasn't the only bad thing that happened. The worst thing that happened for the Padres this offseason was the Dodgers acquiring um trevor bauer because while it is possible that he blows that he, he blows up and that he's bad i for one don't think that's gonna happen by the way there's something about that guy i think he's i think he's he might be turning a corner but say he isn't very good maybe he's cleveland circa 2017 or whatever he has a four era it's whatever they take the shot on him it doesn't work whatever hey maybe he has a couple good starts in the postseason so that is definitely something to be worried about for for, for the padres fan perspective
1: did you know that Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever? Of course you did, and I'm here to tell you again, it's delicious. Uh, every flavor is just really, really good. They've got chocolate, they've got uh I'm just going to read you some of these flavors. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, peanut butter banana bread, salted caramel. So many options, like 18 different options. And they really, really t- do taste good. And the crazy thing is, they're good for you. They have a ton of protein. They have low carb, low sugar, high fiber. They're great for keto diet. They're low enough in carbs that you can get away with that. Uh, basically, even if you just want something that tastes good and isn't going to make you feel guilty, a Bilt Bar is great for that. Uh, I've mentioned my son uses them when he's going to go lift weights. And uh, he has become a huge Bilt Bar fan. That's my son, Logan. It's his birthday right now as I'm recording this. Uh, but that has nothing to do with Built Bar, so I don't know why I said it. But Built Bar is really good and really tasty and really good for you. And make take note: there's a new promo code. So if you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LockedOn20, the number 20, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N two zero, you will get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LockedOn20 for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, two top teams in the NBA's Western Conference battle it out before the All-Star break. Will the Suns and Lakers meet again in the Western Conference finals? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts.
0: But yeah, I'm really curious... The the Dodgers, I think one of the more interesting things about them is, like you said, the the Padres have to have a lot of things go right right and the Dodgers probably have to have a lot of things go wrong if everything basically just sticks on paper. This team probably wins, like you said, I mean, at minimum, like one hundred and five hundred at minimum, by the way, which is hilarious <laughs> at minimum, they're going to win like one hundred and six games. Uh, and then if things go super right, like you said, maybe one hundred sixteen, they stay on pace with last year. That could be great. Um, and especially since three of the teams in our division are quite bad. I don't know why there's been a – have you noticed like a small rumbling of people being like, oh, the Diamondbacks might make a comeback. It might be a little bit better this year. I'm like, I don't I, – the Diamondbacks don't think that. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, know what you're talking a, about.
1: It's interesting to see. It's hard to see the Diamondbacks. I, I think they are doing some good things there. Mm-hmm. and might be decent in the next few years uh i think they're putting together some some good pitching prospects Mm -hmm. you know i think there's potential there but i don't think that potential exists in 2021 Mm -hmm. i think the giants are probably clearly the third place team and and might even break 500 uh Mm -hmm. but you know the 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 giants giants have to play 38 games against the dodgers and padres which Mm -hmm. doesn't help them but uh yeah the i the rockies are going to be maybe not historically bad but uh but really, really bad, and the D-backs aren't going to be a ton better.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a rough season for Rockies fans for sure. Holy dear God. I mean, Ryan Lattica of Locked On Rockies. I can't wait to do the crossover with him. I mean, his podcast, I I imagine, is going to get very dark very quickly (laughs) as the season progresses, but that's not the case for our two teams. And just alluding back to the thing with the Padres, um, needing a lot to go right, you know, you've made fun of me quite often, unfortunately, correctly, that Ken Myers and Hosmer have the, for the first time in their careers, like back-to-back good season. You could argue could Will Myers have just a good season um, aside from last year. He basically wasn't very good before that liability in right field uh, defensively. And I think honestly got a little bit lucky last year, with just not too many balls being hit his way. Uh, and yeah, he has a quick release, which is nice, but he doesn't cover a lot of ground. And he, you know, it's, it's a mess with Myers and in, in outfield, but if he's what he can be, if he was what he was in 2020, if he seems to be developing more of a contact ability, uh, you know, I mean, there were pitches that he hit last year where he's stretching out to get little singles. And I'm like, that's not what I'm used to from Will Myers. And Hosmer, the launch angle stuff, I hate saying it. It's such a basic like uh, type of thing to say, but old dog, learn new tricks, I guess might be the case with Eric Hosmer here, but I'm optimistic, but that is definitely two of the areas where if someone told me the Padres offense slipped a lot this year, my first guess would be those two guys fell backwards and they weren't able to to repeat, I guess you could say.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that's definitely valid concerns on your part. I also think, you know, it's funny cuz Will Myers was a top prospect at one point. He yeah. was he mm-hmm. was headlining trades, you know, he he was really really good. One rookie of the year, didn't he? With the Yep. Padres. And uh, you know, so he has always been had potential to be really good. Mm-hmm. But then you know, he's never quite put it all together. And then, you know, basically everything I just said, except for the rookie of the year also applies to jerks and profar. I mean, that mm-hmm. guy was the top yep. prospect in baseball and then oh yeah, fizzled and became nothing. And so he's another guy who you're, you're really looking at like, okay, can he repeat whatever good he did last year mm-hmm. or it, you know, who's the real jerks and profar? Because both of those guys, all three of them, if you include Har- Hosmer, are significantly older than you usually expect guys to figure something out.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's hundred percent true. Um, but like, you know, is it possible that this is, this is all legit? I, I do think so. Um, but yeah, the profile thing is crazy. Like I remember just being in like, uh, I think it was like my junior year in high school and being like, just hearing about, up oh, here comes this profile guy. He's, he's in the eighth round already for fantasy drafts, even though he hasn't debuted and he comes up, I think had some really bad injury luck, which is one thing that happened with him. I think his career just kind of had the career from hell when it comes to injury luck. And then Myers and Hosmer we've already talked about. I'm curious though, because if all of this stays legit and they have some returning guys like Tommy Pham, who, Another he basically had the season from hell. He comes out a little bit of a slump, making good contact, but there's some numbers that suggest he got a little bit unlucky. I think his bad was unusually low. And then he gets hurt, has the wrist injury, and then comes back late in the season in the postseason. He was actually pretty good. He had like most of the Padres hits, I think, against the Dodgers or the Cardinals. I can't remember. But uh, so hopefully he can come back and be what they traded for, which is a, you know, five a four to five war type of player just solid outfielder kind of been underrated for a little bit. If he can do that then that's a huge um plus return for the Padres to make up for. If one of those three guys falls back then maybe Fam can make up for that, but the bottom line is both of their teams are extremely eh, maybe not extremely, but one of your our teams is extraordinarily historically deep and the other one is a lot deeper than what anyone would have guessed a year ago. I mean, a year ago, everyone was like, it's just Tatis Machado and Paddock versus the world. And now you look at everything you're like, what the heck? Like This team has completely uh, extrapolated all those, um, those, those predictions and just shown that they weren't correct. uh, I guess in a lot of ways, understandably so, but now we're looking at a true nuclear war, Jeff, it's going to be the highlight probably of all of baseball this season, if we're being honest.
1: Yeah. And you know, you're not probably not uh, old enough to remember the, the actual cold war. Uh, but, but, you know, I spent the whole 1980s, you know, a little bit worried about, you know, <laughs> the USSR bombing us, but also totally confident that USA, USA would win if, uh, if it came to that. And that's kind of how I feel right now. You know, I feel like the Padres are trying to be the Soviet Union, you know, trying to put some fear into.
0: What? <laughs> Why are we the <laughs> such baloney
1: <laughs> Be, because you're the bad guys and you're going to lose that's what i'm getting at you know rocky balboa is going to take down ivan drago that's rocky what i'm getting balboa. at uh, but you know you you talk about the dodgers depth and and it, it's not just depth it's it's that you have depth behind basically all stars at every position or potential all stars mm-hmm. you know you've got mm-hmm. gold glove former mvp everything all-world mookie betts in right field Gold Glove, former MVP, all-world everything, Cody Bellinger in center field. A.J. Pollock, who uh, at times when he's been healthy has been really, really, really good in left field. Justin Turner, you know, multiple all-star team spirit, all that. At third, Corey Seager, World Series MVP, former Rookie of the Year at shortstop. Gavin Lux, former top prospect in baseball at second base. Max Muncie, who, you know, came out of nowhere and has hit You know, whatever 90 home runs in the last three years. And then Will Smith, who, you know, may be the best catcher in baseball, offensively anyway, at catcher. And then, oh, yeah, three former Cy Young Awards uh, winners in the rotation uh, and seven starters. So you don't even know how to make room for them. Uh, You know, and then you've got the depth behind that. You know, it's not just that they are a stacked lineup it's that behind there you've got edwin rios who has maybe the most power of anybody in baseball you know matt Beatty, who's a really good hitter zach mckinstry who is uh planning on taking the the kike hernandez utility role spot chris taylor who is you know i mean he he's one of the probably one of the 50 best players in baseball in the last three years and he's not a starter because he can play all over the place and he's probably going to play close every day so much a little bit
0: high that's a little high for, for Christo. I think you're a little bit high, but I get uh, what you're saying. I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I could look at the numbers, but uh, I, I think it's pretty close. <laughs> and, uh, okay. you know, and that's we'll the thing it. he flies under the radar because he's got so much defensive value at multiple yes. positions. Yes. He's a great base runner. He's, you know, and, and so he's a solid hitter with great base running and great defense. That's a, that's a really valuable player. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and, and then, you know, the bullpen, is like one of those question marks for the Dodgers just because the bullpen is always a question mark. But they've got so many guys who they can shuffle in and out of there, including roster flexibility with options so they can be sending guys back and forth between the minors and the majors. And just, I mean, I I, I guess what I said at the beginning, that a lot would have to go wrong for the Dodgers. It's really like, it's not just they would have to have a few guys get hurt. It would have to be you have to have a few guys and their backups get hurt, you know?
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. so a that, that the depth depth behind is, them saves them yeah
1: it's fun it, it's a it's a fun team to root for
0: yeah it is it's very it's a very comfortable team to root for in a sport that a lot of teams are lacking depth and a lot of teams frankly just aren't trying as you saw this off season kind of the darker side of the off season
1: BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action football's over but the nba college basketball and the nhl are in full swing BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They've got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code LOCKEDON. Fantasy baseball addicts, you now have a new resource to help give you an advantage in your leagues, Locked On Fantasy Baseball. It's a daily fantasy baseball podcast hosted by veteran fantasy analyst Scott Cullen, who uses data and nearly two decades of fantasy baseball experience to offer the strategies and waiver wire pickups that lead to league wins. Season-long fantasy, dynasty leagues, DFS, Locked On Fantasy Baseball covers it all. Subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Baseball wherever you get podcasts.
0: But now I guess to kind of uh, tie a bow on this whole thing, I have one question for you and I imagine you have one question for me too. I guess my one question would be, uh, no, everybody it is not going to be by Trevor Bauer. I'm almost sick of talking about that guy. It is actually just out of all the mainline guys, not bench guys who aren't going to play much out of all the mainline guys which person are you most concerned with? I know that there isn't too much concern, but is there one guy that you're like, ah, eh, who's going to, this guy might be this year's Max Muncie." per se. And if it is Max Muncy, you could say Max Muncie, but you get what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's hard to say. Everybody's got some question marks. I, I don't have much question about Mookie Betts. You know, uh, it's definitely, yeah, I, I think the right. answer is probably AJ Pollock just because the mm-hmm. answer is kind of always AJ Pollock. Um, you know, even last year, he had a really good year. He was tied for the the team lead in home runs. Uh, and yet the whole season, it was never, you, you never sat there and thought, oh, good, A.J. Pollock's coming up. You know, um, yeah. in the postseason, we saw like, oh, sweet, Corey Seager's coming up. Awesome. Something good's going to happen. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Mookie's coming up. You know, you never have that feeling of, oh, good, A.J. Pollock's coming up. And gotcha. so for me, that's the big question, especially because there's also... I I don't know. Maybe that they have a lot of outfielders. There's no obvious guy in the past. You know, they've had Jock Peterson and it's like, okay, well, if AJ struggles against righties, you can at least platoon him with Jock Peterson. They have options there. Now, Edwin Rios can play some outfield. I don't know if he could actually play a passable left field to really be a platoon partner with Pollock. If Pollock struggled against righties, Matt Beatty. Uh, can play some outfield and I personally believe Matt Beatty's a very good hitter and is going to show it uh, but you know it's not necessarily proven and so I, I guess AJ Pollock against right-handed pitching if I have one concern it's that probably you know everybody else I, I expect Muncy and Bellinger both to bat, bounce back from bad offensive seasons uh, at least by their standards I expect Gavin Lux to step up and be really good Justin Turner I think, uh, even though I've had some concerns in the past that maybe he's getting old, I think he's got at least one good offensive season left in him. Uh, And so, yeah, I I think the answer is AJ Pollock.
0: AJ Pollock. AJ Pollock. Remember that one season he had I think it was like that fringe MVP year. It's just amazing. Yeah. 2015 uh, fantasy superstar. I remember that too. Scored like 120 runs, had the home runs, had the power and had big hits for the D-backs back then too. Um, And just one last thing, like like you were mentioning with the D-backs, like that's not, you know, part of the reason why both of our teams are good, I think is going to be because the three, four and five aren't any good, but the Rockies are the hopeless ones. There's at least kind of a sense of, okay, the D-backs were like, we swung in 2019, kind of hit, you know, we had some good players. We had Ketel-Marte break out. Then they kind of go for it again in 2020, and I think that they're retreating, and I think that they're doing it wisely. I think that they're being like, all right, this is – it didn't work. Madison Bumgarner's falling apart. The velocity dipped dramatically. Will Myers, oddly enough, was the one that began the end of his season uh, with that home run that they had. But I, I think you bring up a good point with Pollock where it's just like, yeah, I mean, he it wouldn't surprise me that much the most surprising guy to obviously to fall off would be that guy you have in right field. But um, Bellinger, the thing is this though, is even if AJ Pollock doesn't step up, I have a feeling Max Muncy and especially Cody Bellinger are going to come back. So that's what's scary about the Dodgers. I mean, Bellinger, as I remember we were talking about, like on Twitter last year, someone was like, hey, what's he doing? Give him, bench him, what's he doing out there? And I'm like, it's been like, what, two weeks? Like this guy won the MVP. Please bench him. Are you kidding me? Please, I would love that section of Dodgers Twitter. to Just please, I would love, love, love for you guys to bench Cody Bellinger for seemingly no reason. That guy is very disturbing and pretty funny in his own way. I don't know if it's intentional, but I enjoy the I enjoyed the picture of him looking just completely stoned in the postseason. I don't know what that was, but I I, I
1: think he knows more than he lets on that that he's that he, I think he's doing most of it on purpose, making people mm-hmm. laugh, and he's mm-hmm. playing up that dumb stoner kind of persona. My it's favorite porn, part of that whole yeah. thing, Javi, was that apparently mm-hmm. in your mind, Dodgers Twitter uh, is still in Brooklyn. You know, your 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 impression <laughs> of Dodgers Twitter, everybody <laughs> had a New York accent. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah, that was a while back, right? My I have an accent. I don't even know if it's New York. I just have an accent every now and then that comes out. Like when I say high school, I didn't do it there, but sometimes I say high school. Like I don't know, yeah, I do that. Right. And I'm like, what what is this? I have like eight different accents that randomly appear. I'm like 99.9% Puerto Rican. What is going on here? Uh but yeah, that's that's a good thing. You got any questions for me? I
1: do. Um, you know. Obviously, uh, Fernando Tatis is going to be a letdown. I'm not going to ask you about that. Um <laughs> no, 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 hanging up, not allowing it. You can come after every player except Tatis. I don't care. Okay, we'll go with Manny Machado. Obviously, okay, he's going to be a letdown. Um, <laughs> no, I want to talk about the pitching. Uh, you know, what do you – obviously, Blake Snell is really good. you Darvish is really good. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Paddock is Grinder Jr., uh, which, you know, could be good or could be bad. Mm-hmm. What is your actual expectation for, you know, at the end of the season, if you're ranking all 30 starting rotations, where are the Padres going to rank among the ML, the, the league's best rotations?
0: I think a lot of that is going to be predicated on Denelson lament and whether or not he's healthy. I'm still, we talked about this earlier. uh, So not to repeat too many points, I'm still not totally convinced the guy's healthy. Thankfully he threw some like bullpen sessions recently, like within the last two weeks. So it's not, Hopeless. It's not like we know he's hurt, but um, it depends on how he does. I'd say it depends on how healthy, how healthy he is. I think that they're at minimum in the top, like six or so. I think what brings them into the upper echelon S tier is if guys like Musgrove and Paddock can be, if, if one of them can be this year's Zach Davies per se, maybe not to that, that really high degree, but especially Paddock who had a really bad sophomore season, sophomore slump epitome of it. Fastball was too straight guys were batting like 390 off of it but the good news is Changeup is still really good pitch. Batters are only bad in like 180, 190. So at least nobody figured out how to hit that, that that would have been a huge cause for concern. And then Joe Musgrove. I mean, I'm not as wild about him as other people, but people have been high on him for a reason. I mean, he was one of the trade deadline pieces that people said might get moved and people said he might improve some rotation. So if guys like that, if Musgrove his last, I think it is like 15 starts. If they're legit, if he's turning the corner then that could be good. I'm not expecting some, breakout Cy Young winner here. But if those two guys can be just really solid quality even innings eaters for this team then i think that they could join the s tier of uh rotation so and that's what's funny is i still think that they're at minimum like a top eight rotation because of the acquisitions of Blake snell and you darvish like those guys are on fire and snell i think you know got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder i think that guy is going to want to come in and be like no more making me pitch two innings i'm ready to go out there and just kick like kick ass so i'm really excited to see how he performs especially and then darvish it's just it's fun it's it's so fun Eclectic kind of group that they just they've assembled, um, and then I'd say the other wild card would be Gore. Uh, Gore would probably be someone that is the sixth guy, maybe or maybe even seventh guy, depending on how they feel about Adrian Morajon, who is also sneaky young by the way, only twenty two years old. Uh, so we'll have to see how that pans out. He's the big wild card, but I wouldn't count on that. Instead, I think the fans should be thinking. Do we have another Zach Davies this year? can A.J. Preller do what he did with with Davies? Which, looking back, oh, my God, what a great trade for them. They also got Grisham out of that. So, I think that's what puts them in the S tier. Whether or not they're right behind the Dodgers, I don't know. I just think in that top tier, though, uh, those are that's what's going to have to happen for them to be there.
1: I guess one last question I have. You mentioned sophomore slump for, for Paddock. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you expect from Jake Cronenworth this year?
0: Ooh, that is... It's a good one. It's a good one. I mean, when you just, if you just pull up the stat cast, like sometimes Jeff, I go, you know, I'm a little down. I, I didn't have a productive day or something awful in the news happens or some personal stuff happens, whatever. I'm like, let me just go look up. Jake Cronenworth StatCast page and it puts a smile on my face every time for the record I've looked up Tatis first but for the sake of this bit uh, I look up Cronenworth and you you have different
1: you have different internet searches for Fernando Tatis (laughs) I know how it is (laughs)
0: yeah exactly of so for Cronenworth I'm expecting him to be a solid infielder if he is literally just what he was last year if he doesn't get better at all that would be great. You know, like i that'd be awesome. That would be a bargain bin utility player at this stage. Cause he's not being paid all that much. He was really a true out of nowhere guy for the Padres last year, but if he can k- keep up with that, the exit Vilo, all the stats you want to bring up, then that could be huge. Um, the other thing that's going to be worth monitoring is seeing how they manage the playing time. Between, because they've got, you know, they have a little bit more depth this year with Ha Kim, who I would not expect to be the everyday starter for people. I know he's exciting and has huge potential, especially with power, but uh, wouldn't expect him to be the starter. And Jerickson Profar, another utility type of guy. So we'll see what happens there. Um, if Cronenworth can repeat, great. But good, uh, and the good part, I like that they at least have those two options that you can be excited about. And this isn't a situation where, like, last year heading into the season, it was total panic with the outfield like it was like, oh, my God, if anything happens to any of these guys, what are they going to do? Thank God. Jay Cronenworth comes up, which then allows Profar to move to left. So thankfully, they have that in their you know back pocket. But yeah, Cronenworth is one of the other. I would to call him in that that Profar Hosmer Myers thing we were talking about before, because I think there's you could equally as argue that, you know, we don't know enough in both for good and bad. Like he could come at it at like 290. Who knows? I don't know. Uh so he's gonna be fun to watch. And I'm curious to see uh how they, you know, use his playing time. But I say he'd probably be the front runner for that. I'm excited though. That's gonna be Cronin Worthy, man. What a absolute surprise. And every team that breaks out, I really feel like it's always you get that one random dude no one's been talking about, like what you talked about with um uh what's his face? Uh who was the guy you were talking about Muncie? earlier? Muncie. Yeah, oh, Muncie. There we go. Yeah everyone has that kind of one championship people vying for a championship. they have that one guy who just nobody was expecting anything and becomes a productive player. Maybe not on the, the 30, the 90 home runs in three seasons of Max Muncie, but someone on that level. So uh, that's what I'm hoping for.
1: Well, good. Uh, yeah, it should be a fun season. I'm excited to to watch it. And I, I feel bad about the, the Soviet Union comparison. So I have one more comparison <laughs> for you. Okay, Javi, I, I'm just uh, looking at you, you and I are talking on zoom, you know, mm-hmm. and, Uh, I should probably take a screenshot so I can post this. Uh, All right. I just took a screenshot so that people can see you when I make this comparison. (laughs) You know, you've got the hair looking kind of wild. You've got the facial, you got the glasses. You know,
0: yep, I'm ready. uh,
1: And and I'm thinking of who in Padres land has kind of wild hair, some facial hair, sometimes wears glasses to try to look smart. And I realized Javi Reyes is the Pinterest fail version of Fernando Tatis Jr. Like the what I ordered and what I got meme, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a classic one, yeah. You are somebody, somebody made a Fernando Tatis (laughs) bobblehead uh, in some third world country and it came out looking like you. Damn,
0: that's me. It's like, uh, it's like those my player creative modes on MLB and NBA. It's just like the face scan. What it turns yeah. out first. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I definitely feel with the headband. That's I've been trying to, now that the session is back, Uh, you know, now that spring training is officially starting, I've decided to to rock the headband more and more. I usually am rocking the, the NOLA uh, New Orleans uh, Hornets hat that I love to death. Shout out CP3. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a good comparison. I appreciate that one more than the Soviet Union one, hey, which is so, just what I'm throwing the flag on that one. I don't have anything does, yellow next to does. me, but <laughs> if he does, he does. I must put it. Man, uh, uh, Rocky IV. What a movie! Jeez yeah. Louise, what was uh, it like when that came out, Jeff?
1: Uh, you know what? I, I remember seeing it in the theater uh Mm -hmm. it was uh yeah it it was pretty i mean it's height of the cold war i mean it was there was a very usa usa vibe in that movie theater for sure
0: it was just like it was like this is our moment he's gonna go beat drago uh,
1: apollo creed you know spoiler alert apollo creed dying you know not that 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 was sad i I was sad when apollo creed died you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so there's my deep thoughts today i get Mm -hmm. sad when good guys die in movies
0: oh i understand that i understand that
1: Well, Javi, I look forward to a lot of trash talk with you. I don't interact with a lot of Padres fans because Mm -hmm. to be honest, it's not very fun for me, Uh, but I do enjoy interacting with you uh, because uh, you take it well when I, when I say mean things to you. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that.
0: (laughs) And I, I appreciate the insults, honestly, because they're creative. You know, like Jeff, everyone. Jeff's like good at it. He isn't doing that like hot tail. I'm just gonna call you. The, I'm just gonna say, F, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be an, a jerk. No, Jeff's like a jerk, but in the really smart, slick way. You know, I mean, even the the Soviet Union thing was completely uncalled for, but it was funny, you know, like and it was good. So uh, and, and I appreciate it. Has
1: anybody else ever called you a Pinterest fail for Nando Tati's? <laughs> no, Jr? no
0: one has ever called me that. There I have it. They probably just called me a fail, but never a Pinterest fail. So. Exactly. <laughs> you definitely have that one.
1: All right. Go Dodgers.
0: Go Padres. All
1: right. Thank you all for listening. Uh, I enjoyed talking to Javi. I always enjoy being mean to him and he takes it well. So if you haven't yet subscribed to locked on Dodgers, please do so now. Uh, If you have Apple podcasts, even if you don't use it, go ahead and subscribe there. That helps other people find us. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at locked on Dodgers. Vince is on Twitter at Vince Semperio. I'm on Twitter at Snydog and the DMS are open in all of those places. Our email address is Dodgers at gmail.com, and our phone number is 323-863-LOCK-5625. You can leave us a voicemail or shoot us a text there anytime you want. We are here every weekday morning, and we hope you'll be here with us. When you get in your car or sit on your couch, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. Say we'll talk to you tomorrow. D. I say D-O, D-O-D-G-E-R-S the team that's all heart, all heart and all thumbs, they're my Los Angeles, you your Los Angeles, our Los Angeles. Do you think we'll really win the pennant? But